This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. They found his what in her what? The laziest band ever. Gibberish sign language. Mike Royko at Wrigley Field. And Rick's brush with soupy sales. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. That is coming up right now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opi production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Welcome to another episode of Minutia Men with Rick Kempfer and Dave Stern. The episodes never seem to stop. They keep coming, one after another, every seven or eight days. It's amazing. Uh, I wanted to, before we get started, Dave, I wanted to thank you for uh, making the trek out here to the suburbs. I know you're a uh, urban elitist, <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. don't like to uh, to you know, mingle with the unwashed the suburbans. Yes, yeah, uh, the rabble. Um, yeah. And uh, so I appreciate you coming out to our uh, our Soctoberfest over at Green White Soccer Club. And did the girls enjoy themselves? They did. And let me be honest, you know, it was only, what, Mount Prospect's about 19 miles away or so. Yeah. I would have driven... 4,800 miles to see you in Lederhosen, <laughs> which I did, and it was very uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed you didn't wear the Alpine hat. I don't have, have one that. of those. I, you know, I got to get one, because that really would make the uh, outfit, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would. And you didn't have really the vesty thing. You just had the... Just the pants. The, it's called yeah. Lederhosen. Uh, later okay, so. means leather. Hosen means pants. It literally means leather pants. I was thinking you would be like looking like, you know, one of those characters on a glockenspiel, you know, <laughs> with the big suspenders and stuff. I used you know? to have like, one of those. I used to have one of those, and I'll, I'll just I'll be honest with you. I, John Landegger bought me a pair of those when back in our chicken dance days. That was your Christmas bonus, wasn't it? Yeah, you? probably. <laughs> um, but I uh, I always had a hard time with the suspenders. I you know I'd have to get changed quickly. You know we'd be backstage and you know it's like come on come on come on get out of here and I'd be trying to get the stupid suspenders on and I could never get them on right. So I went with the uh, so I got another pair. In fact, I traded with a buddy from the soccer club and now he's wearing mine and I have his. And I got to tell you one thing for uh, fellow Lederhosen wearers. <laughs> Which I'm sure there are tons listening to this show right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. What's your tip? What is your what is your later hosen minutia tip? Did you hear that? I have a minutia bell now. I like that. Now are yeah. you you're mocking me. You're a little bit. Yeah, there's some mock. There is some definite German mock going on right now. Okay, yeah. well here's the thing about later hosen. They're really not that comfortable when it's hot outside. Well, they were like leather. They're right? leather I pants, mean, yeah, and they're yeah. really heavy leather because they're supposed to last forever. Um, but they get a little chafy, yeah, on inside of my thighs, and they get really hot. It's like a, it was like a swamp down there. Yeah, <laughs> if I can paint a picture for you. Okay, well, you did. Thank okay, you for sure. that for that picture. But it was our pleasure. The girls had a good time. Um, we played soccer, as yeah. you would imagine, at Soccer Fest. Me and Aaron played. Uh, did you see me out there? I did. I could not with? believe what I was seeing. Yeah. I had, I had some game, too. Didn't well, you? I didn't I, say that. Um, Aaron is about, what, four foot two? Yeah, she's, and, she's and, small. And the goal is like nine. What, what is an, <laughs> what is a um, regulation goal? That is seven feet. I think it's seven feet. Yeah. Let's just say it wasn't hard to score on her. Yeah. 
And, oh, right. And I was running up nice. the score. I totally <laughs> nice. was running up the score. You can't stop me. You can't stop me. Nice. It's raining goals here. Uh, but we uh, did. No, I've always and, said you were a much better soccer player than most 11 year old girls. <laughs> That 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 are the height of four foot two. Yeah. Now I do have to say the Hungarian sausage that you yes. Did we, I think we talked about sausage last week, yeah. right? Yeah, we um, made, made three hundred pounds of it. It was excellent. I think I had about two pounds of it. It was excellent. The family loved the Hungarian sausage. Yeah, I, I you know it's it's really I think between you and me I think within five years we're going to be a sausage club instead of a uh, <laughs> instead of a soccer club. Well, you know, there's a. Uh, um, Although yeah, I don't, well, yes. like, don't like the way that sounds. <laughs> you well, want to join our sausage club? <laughs> uh, speaking of sausage club, okay. uh, this this dovetails nicely into our first uh, ep- oh, our wait, first wait, wait. Uh, article. Got to play All the right. audio. Here we go. Give them 22 minutes and they'll give you absolutely nothing of value. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. All right. What do you got? Uh, Rick, this is from our health desk, the Minutia Men health desk. Um this is uh, from Alabama. We don't have an Alabama jingle, do we? No, we're just Texas and Florida. All right. Um, well, evidently, and this is unbeknownst to me, that young people um, across the United States are getting adventurous, some adventurous in bed. Did you know this by any chance? <laughs> Am I a young person? <laughs> and are you adventurous? <laughs> um, evidently, there's something that's going on you know, un- unbeknownst to us old people. But here's the headline. Couple rushed to hospital with man's head stuck in his wife's. Oh, boy. Yeah. His wife. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know Where he I mean? came from originally. Right. The birth canal. Right. Okay. Holy uh, mackerel. His head. From, yeah. All that. Yeah. A couple from Alabama uh, ended up in a hospital after attempts, their attempts at taking sex to another level resulting in a shocking accident samantha irving had to call an ambulance as her husband's head was stuck in her oh my gosh causing excruciating pain whenever he moved which now 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 they do not mention her husband's name nor how big his nose was or his cheekbone structure or whatever so i would imagine that most people's head face or whatever would be stuck would cause pain so i don't think it's anything he did wrong well maybe it's something well i don't know i don't know oh my my head is spinning (laughs) right right. i don't know how he got that would be very painful for her right um yeah i don't know how he got his face there but he couldn't get it out um oh my uh, god the couple was finally separated (laughs) <laughs> maybe, maybe in more ways than one. And, uh, and while the man suffered few scratches and bruises, the woman is said to be stable despite some internal bleeding. Oh, uh, oh. Now, a couple things, eh? That's not happening in my house, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, second of all, um, this isn't the first time things like this have happened, and I have because I'm a journalist, Rick. You are. I've always, I, I've always called you that. Yes, I, you're a I, journalist. Yeah, I did uh, did some research. Um, well, you know, uh, before you get into these, yeah. I've got to got to settle my stomach here. I've got to, <laughs> yeah, sure. got a cup of coffee. Uh, yeah, but, chamomile um, tea. 
you know, we used to do this as a regular feature on Stephen Gary show back in, you know, like in the eighties, people would send us, we had, um, you know, emergency room. And this is before there was an internet, right, you know, right. emergency room, uh, people would send us like, uh, photos, uh, x-rays yeah. of things. I'm sure that, I'm sure that caught. didn't break any HIPAA laws whatsoever. You, know, you remember the, uh, the Richard Gear rumor? Was it a animal of some sort yeah, or something? Yeah, or, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah. It's been proven to not be true, so we'll right. say it's not true. But that's what started this whole thing. Was you know people saying you know Richard Gear had a gerbil caught in there, which is right. totally an untrue statement. Just say that. But it led to people saying, "But you know what was caught there." <laughs> so why don't you tell? Why don't you tell people a few of those things? Um, well, they're not all like that. Um, this one is from New Zealand. Okay, I believe the first time we've ever mentioned New Zealand on the program. Um, two people, they don't give the names, were snogging. That's what they call it. In okay. you know, they were making out, right? Okay. Um, well, evidently the guy sucked so hard on her neck, causing not only a crazy big hickey, but a blood clot oh. to form in an artery, and it made her have a stroke. Oh my! And she was paraly- paralyzed down one side of her body now all things she she's fine now the 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 so the, it's the temporary damage, right the damage wasn't permanent because god forbid we wouldn't have make fun out of somebody who no. Had a, no, 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 no no we only do it if it's you know um but she actually had a strike a stroke so um for the kids out there that might be listening be careful <laughs> all right um i always thought i always thought people that give hickeys that that is like the meanest nastiest thing you can do like why would you do something like that um here yeah i know here's another one um uh a couple in the united states and it just said the southwest united states it's not giving let's say arizona yeah let's say arizona um well they were visiting a a woman and her boyfriend were visiting her grandmother's grave okay oh i don't like where this is going right and evidently they said hey it's dark. No one's around. Let's have sex. Right. <laughs> so they they did it on the tombstone and the tombstone actually it was like one of these tombstones that had like a little monument on it, like a little statue or something. Oh, my and God. It fell over and killed. the woman. <gasps> yeah. Um, so that's not I guess we shouldn't make fun of that because that was permanent damage. And I guess we are making fun of that. Um, yeah. So it actually. Um, so there's a tip for you: stay out of the graveyards when you're feeling frisky. Um, India, last one. I'll do uh, last one. Uh, in India, a machinist evidently was feeling lonely and had nobody around, so he was going to pleasure himself, and he tried to stimulate himself by rubbing his groin on an engine's canvas belt. Oh my god. Uh, and it didn't work out so good. Um, and he, his scrotum was swollen oh, to oh, twice okay. the All right. <laughs> size of a grapefruit. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't want to hear any more. Uh, he lost one testicle, and he, but he tried. After this was happening, he evidently he realized that this was not a good idea. He tried to bolt his scrotum back together using a staple gun. Well, you know, Mister Fix It. There's a lot of a lot of guys that are handy. Right. He was the, he's the scrotum MacGyver. 
basically. Uh, so there you go. There's a little. There's a couple more here. Um, a guy trying to elongate his penis before his wedding. Okay. okay. Result, okay. Results results may vary, and this then the results were not very good for this guy. Uh, so there you go. There's. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you the three things that I remember from the the Stephen Geary uh, X-rays that were sent in. All right. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, a phone, an entire like the the phones the headset. Hello, anybody yeah. there? Hello. Inside the the so back end. Dialing. All right. So that would be so that would be butt dialing. Yeah. Uh, a loaded gun. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, again, these are all guys, guy on guy things. All right. <laughs> yeah. And then the one that that's never left my memory banks is a perfume bottle that uh, a lawyer supposedly uh, put up there and he <laughs> he said that it, he's done he had done it many times before and never had a problem but this time he yeah. couldn't get it out so well, i mean yeah. who's whatever i mean but that that stuck in my mind forever and not only stuck in your mind yeah, stuck in exactly uh, all right. all again right. that's not happening in my house either gonna all be right. honest with you well i have all right, what uh, you got i have a story here for you that is a little less uh disgusting <laughs> okay uh this is called uh i'm gonna call it the abba hologram tour the swedish pop group abba who we all love dancing queen mm. uh you know money 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 whatever else songs they do um they're planning a global tour uh more than three decades after their last official tour they actually broke up in 1982 but they won't be there in person Instead, they'll be recreated into digital avatars for a virtual reality tour that uh, that is going to tour, you know, around the whole world. It's perfect, says Abba's Benny Anderson. We can be on stage while I'm home walking the dogs. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't have to leave my house. If this really works, there will be lots of artists wanting to do the same thing, even artists who are still young and still touring. It's very or interesting. Or still dead. Well, dead. this is the thing. These guys are alive. Right. All four yeah. members of ABBA are alive. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Don't be using the hologram yet. I can Wait see. You're like, dead. They did. I guess Tupac did a uh, mm-hmm. did a live concert at Coachella and Michael Jackson. Uh, there was a live Michael Jackson hologram performance at the Billboard Awards. Um, and this is kind of interesting. In, in last year's French elections, presidential candidate Jean-Luc Mélenchon appeared as a hologram to speak simultaneously at seven different rallies. But uh, I'm going to call ABBA the laziest band in the world. Right. Um, Well, you know, I, um, my broker, actually, I should say my ex broker, this is about, I would say eight years ago, maybe, uh, maybe six years ago. It was during the uh, Republican convention. He called me a couple of weeks before the Republican convention. And he said, I've, you know, I got a tip. You know, when a broker says I got a tip. Yeah. Run for the um, hills. He said that they're going to be doing a Ronald Reagan hologram and he's going to address the Republican convention. I'm like, Oh, that'd actually be kind of cool to see. Right. And he goes, the company, uh, and I'll never forget the company it was Digital Domain, DDMG. I remember the 
the the stock symbol and it, the stock symbol should have been S H I T if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and uh, did, so he did, goes, did a young Dave Stern invest money yeah, in this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. A young Dave Stern who had disposable income. God, yeah, you know what? You're right. We're going to get on the ground floor of this. And I invested some money in DDMG and. Um, you know, I watched the Republican convention. I, it was going to be the last day. I didn't watch the first three days. Watched last day. I'm like, there's no hologram of of Ronald Reagan. So, and then the and and the the stock was doing great because evidently this guy told everybody and everybody told everybody. So the right. stock. Meanwhile, was, he was selling, sell, sell, sell. <laughs> right, right. And the next day after the Republican convention, it just completely tanked. Uh, the company went bankrupt, and I just, this is like six years ago, I just received a notification that a civil lawsuit is being, um, is, is against the company that I that my broker used to work at. So evidently there were some shenanigans going on, and... Um, well, that's and, that's shocking uh, in in Wall Street and in our our yeah. financial system because it really Sub- seems dubious. all above board to me. Right, right. So, uh, so yeah, don't invest in DDMG. I'll tell you if if a broker calls you and tells you something about um, a hey, hologram. Speaking of uh, prizes and stuff, didn't did we offer that we were going to give away a prize last week? Rick, we have our first winner oh. of our. Um, of our retweet the minutia men retweet contest and this is how you win rick all you got to do is retweet when we tweet a tweet of our episode all you have to do is retweet it and anybody can win and you know who won i don't gretchen Gretchen amy from roswell georgia won a prize pack from minutia men and some there's some wonderful things here rick uh there is a um, building character since 1909 T-shirt okay. from just one bad century. Um, she's getting a hat, a um, crying cub hat. Now that the Cubs won the World Series, they're not yeah. selling very much. Yeah. So we got that. Um, perhaps retail value about one dollar. Oh, 20, no, I mean, no, 20. retail okay. retail was 1908. Remember? Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. One of my favorite books, Father Knows Nothing. Great written by book. Rick Hemphill is, is going to be in this, and um, two uh, bags of pothole. She's going to get a Evan Stone bag and a Skokie Toki bag. All of that is retail value, probably close to fifty bucks. I think we really are entrepreneurs, aren't we? <laughs> really, we're cleaning out old inventory, Gretchen. But she, I would imagine, she's going to be happy to hear. Now I've got some Roswell, Georgia minutia. Okay. Okay. Um, first traffic single was first traffic signal in Roswell was installed in 1949 at the intersection of Sloan and Atlanta Street. Okay. Okay. Um, and here's somebody that died in Roswell, Georgia. Okay. I'm going to say the name, and you're going to tell me who he is, or you're going to tell me about him. James Henry Cosman. I can't say I know who that is. Well, he played for the Chicago Cubs. Oh, he did. oh Cosman, Jim Cosman. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, all right, hang on one second. I will <laughs> look him up on my every cub ever. Uh, uh, well, you don't have to because I already did that. Oh, okay. Uh, he was um, he uh, played one game, April thirtieth, nineteen seventy. The Cubs were down six to two, um, and he started the seventh inning. And the first batter he faced was Hank Aaron. The first pitch, Hank Aaron took him deep. Uh, and he never pitched in another big league game. You know, I he, have I have his rookie card. I know because it's on the site. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. 
Roswell, Georgia, my friend. He died there. He wasn't even born there. He just died there. Yeah. So he played for the Braves. Actually, ironically, Henry Aaron was playing for the Braves. Yeah, of course. And then, actually, Jim Cosman then lived in Atlanta. Atlanta. I'm sorry to hear about Jim Cosman passing away. Although, I guess Uh, I wrote about it already, so (laughs) I should know that. But, you know, I wrote about 2,000 different Cubs players, so give me a break on that one. Especially a guy who played only one game. And congratulations once again to Gretchen Amy from Roswell, Georgia. Thank you for retweeting. And anybody can win. All you got to do is retweet. And Dave, you 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 will tweet uh, this this broadcast uh, sometime on a Thursday, right? Yes, right. And then I and then tweet you... tweet regularly through the week too. So you don't even have to tweet. You don't even have to retweet that one. I compiled all the retweets of our episodes. Oh, great. so we had like we had like 130 different people. Okay, great. Retweeted. So there you go. Um, Hey, I got something else. All right. You got some time? I do. Uh, I'm sitting down. I've got a cup of coffee. um, Does this involve things being stuck somewhere? Uh, No. Okay. Florida. Can you fire up the Florida jingle? Oh, you know, I could have had a little bit of warning on that one. Well. Uh, All right. Here it is. What's wrong with you, Florida? All right. Go ahead. So, So Hurricane Irma. And we're not going to make light of Hurricane Irma, obviously no. a terrible storm that hit um, Tampa area and, and parts of Florida. And we wish everybody well who might be listening from Florida. Yeah, another one um, coming, too. I know. I know. Uh, and there's another one after that one, too. This is, oh, jeez. Yeah. They're only up to, what, M's, right? Yeah. Usually they get to, you know, who knows? We, we, might, hit, we might run out of letters. Hmm. Um, well... There was a, um, as you know, there was this big storm, and the uh, Manatee County, Florida um, commissioner was doing a press conference, okay? Yes. Uh, telling people what to do. You know, obviously, you know, there's shelters and whatever and blah, blah, blah. And you know how whenever you see somebody doing one of these conferences, there's always the sign language guy next to him. Yeah, you know what? And during all these hurricanes, I noticed that there was a sign language person at every single press conference, which is something yeah. I had not seen in a long time. Well, evidently, they were short on sign language guys. Evidently, I mean, I would imagine sign language guys kind of a seasonal business <laughs> when it comes to, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, evidently, Manatee County, Florida, couldn't find a sign language guy there's a company that actually does like that outsources sign language people and they were swamped it was a huge day so they decided to so one of the manatee county florida's um brother-in-laws uh has a brother who's deaf and he and he knew that this guy knew sign language he goes hey can you help us out can you come and can you sign language while i do my thing it'll take you 20 minutes no big deal you're in and you're out right and so they asked this guy, and his name was um, – what was his name? name? I have it here. Marshall Green. Okay. Um, so – and he's actually a lifeguard for the county. So they asked this guy, Marshall Green, to lifeguard come in. Lifeguard slash sign, sign language specialist. I would not use the word specialist. <laughs> okay. uh, so they're doing this, this press conference, and he's you know doing the just gestures and whatever. Well, evidently, he sucked at sign language. Because he was just signing gibberish, absolutely gibberish. It was like you or I would be there. 
You know, he's just making, you know, he like, well, uh, you know, like, uh, what was the guy on Saturday Night Live? Garrett Morris. Garrett, Garrett Morris. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so he's signing this and it's an, obviously a very important press conference, you know, where to go and whatever. And he's he's um, signing things. And some of the words he was he was referencing pizza oh, monsters. Well, so um, at least there were actual words. It's like you doing a German gibberish. Right. Right, exactly. Und Eigenglauben und Schliegen von Haufengauben. What did I just say? Uh, uh, the phrase that he kept, you know how when I never do German gibberish, I always go, Gliebenauben or yeah. whatever? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, evidently, he kind of f- fell into the same thing, and he he signed, help you at that time to use Big Bear seven times. Wow. Yeah. Um, other things that he said was, need bed? Pizza want you are. <laughs> I love this one. Toys are for who Mexican. Wow. Yeah. Uh, want flood? Nice. <laughs> oh, man. Well, at least you got flood in there. I mean, that was uh, yeah, you know, right, uh, like right. at least an appropriate word. Right. Need bed? Pizza you pizza want you are. Uh, need bear monster? That TV is crazy. Uh and nice that big bear pizza monster. You know, I, I honestly think that you could you could do this as a bit every day. Oh, I, it, you could right. go around I mean, the country. Do you remember when um, Nelson Mandela died, mm-hmm. and uh, Obama went down to South Africa to deliver a, a speech about him, mm-hmm. and and some guy come, came up on stage and was doing sign language, and it was just he was just a guy. <laughs> you know when they found out like in the middle of uh, you know the next day they found out that he was just just doing gibberish and this this random guy in South Africa got up on stage right next to the president of the United States uh, and pulled that, this that, off that's shtick that is yeah. a great shtick guy right there. that is yeah, why don't we just become yeah sign language guys you could do this you instead know, of your mind bit this is much funnier I, than the mind bit um yeah, it's not so funny when there's a hurricane bearing down and yeah, no, are, I know that's maybe not. ordering monster pizzas, right? That's, but uh, yeah, there you go. So um, okay, well, thank you for that, uh, Minutia. It's now time for our Cubs feature. Time now for a collection of Cub geekness. This is just one bad century with Rick and Dave. Although I feel like this is a bonus Cubs feature after the Jim Cosman uh, yeah, mention right. earlier, yeah. um, but uh, this week was also the birthday of Mike Royko. Loved Mike Roque for people in Chicago. I loved him too, and he was a huge Cubs fan. Um, I got to meet him a couple times. I think I told that story, but um, this uh, he called you a genius, didn't he? I, you know, who remembers the exact wording? But (laughs) okay, (laughs) let's say yes, it was genius. Um, This goes. I want to read you from a column he wrote in 1972, October 25th, 1972. This is the day that Jackie Robinson died. And Royko was writing a memory of the day that uh, uh, Jackie Robinson first appeared at Wrigley Field in 1947. Royko was a kid, and he was there as one of the the 50,000 people, still the biggest single-day crowd in Wrigley Field history. And this is uh, as he describes what happened, okay? Robinson played first. And early in the game, as a Cub star hit a grounder, and it was a close play, just before the Cub reached first, he swerved to his left. And as he got to the bag, he seemed to slam his foot down hard at Robinson's foot. 
It was obvious to everyone that he was trying to run into him or spike him. Robinson took the throw and got clear at the last instant. I was shocked. That Cub, a hometown boy, was my biggest hero. Now, I've I've looked at the uh, Cubs roster from that day. Mm Mm-hmm. He could only be talking about Phil Cavaretta, who was one of the uh, one of the all-time Cubs greats, who was part of the 1945 Cubs, uh, a former MVP. Then, then this this is the best of the story. Um, late in the game, Robinson was up again, and he hit another foul ball. This time, it came into the stands, low and fast, in our direction. Somebody in the seats grabbed for it, but it caromed off his hand and kept coming. There was a flurry of arms as the ball kept bouncing, and suddenly it was between me and my pal. We both grabbed. I had a baseball. Oh, my God. Mike Royko caught a foul ball ball. the first day that Jackie Robinson played at Wrigley. Oh, that is very cool. You know what he did with that ball? He, I don't know, threw it back. I I don't know what it is. He sold it to the guy next to him for 10 bucks. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> who was a black guy. It was his first right. game there. Uh, and he sold it to him for 10 bucks. <laughs> well, 1972 was... Well, no, this was in 1947. Oh, 1947. You're right. Yeah, so, 10 bucks. I mean, he could have bought Chicago with that. Yeah, um, yeah so, that's uh, that's that's a great story. I love uh, that story, too. I yeah. remember when Mike Royko died. He, um, well, he was... He was a guy who was, like, writing, 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 and then dead, right? Yeah. I mean, he... Yeah. It's... Did his liver blow out or something? Or? Uh, I don't. I don't remember. I I don't remember how he died, but I remember it was kind of sudden. It was right around when Harry died too, wasn't? Yeah, it, it was the year before. So there you go. But yeah, we lost Any, a lot of Chicago legends in the late nineties. Uh, how many of How many of the other ones called you genius? Uh, just Just Mike Royko, the Pulitzer Prize winner. <laughs> <laughs> And Harry Carey tried to steal your girlfriend, right? That's so, true. So That's you have true. a connection with both of them. <laughs> These are all stories I've told previously in this next feature, which we call Celebrity Potpourri. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Okay, this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar and pulls out a name of a celebrity, and I have to tell the story of the time I met them or had some sort of encounter with them. Um, for our younger audience, they may not know who this guy is, but I love this guy. Big star when we were kids, Soupy Sales. Now, Soupy Sales was a, you're right, he was a huge star. He did a kid's show. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that show? Like, what was it called, like White Fang or something like yeah, that? Or he had, like, characters and... Um, but he, yeah, he was on all the time in this. I mean, he was a, a mainstay on television. He also uh, was a stand-up comic. And in the uh, 90s, when I was working with Landecker, we had Soupy Sales on the show. Now, if you can imagine going to like a Zany's and seeing Soupy Sales on stage. You know, you, right. normally you're, you've got guys that are up there doing filthy stuff. And Soupy, right, could, right. he could go that way. Um, but uh, he would—he was like an old-fashioned, like Henny Youngman jokester, and Landecker just idolized him because he grew up in Detroit, and that's where apparently where Soupy Sales began, and so it was part of uh, Landecker's childhood. And I remember, all right. So this is so when I say that he's like a Henny Youngman type, 
I still remember some of the one-liners that he said the day that we met him. And I am terrible at remembering jokes. Awful. One of the worst. But these are the kind of like punny kind of jokes. Like, for instance, um, I want to make sure I get these right here. Show me a giant rooster chasing a member of parliament, and I'll show you a chicken cacciatore. <laughs> so that's kind of highbrow. I thought that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You had to know what the Tories were. Okay, good. <laughs> right. All right, that's a good one. These are the kind yeah. of imagine going to Zanies and seeing yeah. jokes like this. Um, I mean, there. What was the one about teeth? Uh, be true to your teeth, and they won't be false to you. You know, that's the kind of there was another one about uh, I've got uh, about giving blood, uh, something plasma for my asthma. I'm, now I'm, I'm choking. I'm choking. I can't remember them all, but uh, those are just some of them. Oh, I know. If I had to live my life over, I'd live it over a deli. <laughs> these are these are like groaners, right? I mean, you can imagine yeah. the crowd going. Just total silence. And he was huge. I mean, he he was a huge star in the 70s. I would, he's probably got a walk of fame star oh, in I'm Hollywood, sure. probably. I'm sure. He was like a feature, you know, a regular guy on those, like, uh, Love American style and stuff like right. that. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Gavin McLeod kind of guy. Yeah. But he was, he was, he was, he, I loved him. My dad loved Soupy Sales. My dad loved Danny Kay, Soupy Sales, and, um, Alan Arkin. Really? Yeah. I like all Peter those guys, Falk too. too. Did, wasn't your Peter dad Falk. a huge uh, Green Acres fan, too? Uh, no, he loved Switch, though. Switch. With, well, that's Eddie Albert. I knew it was an yeah. Eddie Albert show. <laughs> right. It was Eddie Albert and who was the other guy? Uh, Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner, right, of course. Yeah, yeah he loved Switch. He that's absolutely. Minutia, folks, right there. Yeah. There's another Minutia bell. If I got this belt. It's a yeah. buck. I got a bucket. It was a bucket. The well, I, we got to keep it uh, keep it handy all the time. Um, if you'd like I, to find out more about it. Rick and Dave, you can check out EckhartExpress.com, ChicagoAuthorSolutions.com. You can also email us at MinutiaMenPodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter at MinutiaMen. Retweet us, and you could win a prize package that this past week included my book, but may include yes. Dave's book or somebody else's book next week. You never know. It's a, it's a mystery prize package. Uh, special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano from Opie Productions. We've been distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, and we'll be back again next week with another episode of Minutia Man. The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? All you got to do is retweet. When we tweet a tweet of our episode, all you have to do is retweet it.